Hi, and welcome back to Reach for Wellness, a video podcast by Community Reach Center. We're located in Westminster, Colorado, and I'm your host, Vanessa Alarcon, a licensed clinical social worker and a licensed addictions counselor. This month, September is Suicide Prevention Month, and I'm very excited to welcome back Ben Duncan to the show. Welcome back, Ben. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Ben, you are a licensed professional counselor, and I'm trying to remember what your last episode, oh, it had to do with technology use. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about technology use and how to have healthy technology habits. Yes, so if you haven't heard that episode and you're like, hmm, what is my relationship with my phone or my computer or the internet or tech, I definitely encourage you all to check that out. So Ben, you are coming also on behalf of the Suicide Prevention Committee today. So we have a committee, can talk to me very briefly about what this committee does at Community Reach Center. Yeah, um, we're committee, committee, or Community Reach Center to help folks um, just bring attention to an issue that's very important in our community and that issue is suicide. Um, and more importantly, we wanna help prevent that. Um, uh, suicide is something that's always tragic and impactful on a community. Um, it never has to happen. Um, there's always mm-hmm. things that we can do to, to help people understand, feel more connected with the world, and, and hopefully find other ways of coping um, in this really difficult world we live in. And our committee here at Community Reach Center helps organize our, our system so that we can better help people um, avoid Um, having to experience that and that we can help our staff help others as well prevent this from occurring in our community. So what I'm hearing from you is 100% preventable, this um, issue of suicide in our communities. Yeah, yeah. And when I say preventable, I also want to draw attention to, of course, we can't stop everything from happening in the world, right? But we believe that if we have a meaningful conversation, we can prevent needless suicide and impulsive suicide, suicide that really impacts our communities in in really negative and shocking ways. When if mental health care and connections were available, um, these things could be avoidable. Ben, you're saying a lot of words like community and people. Mm -hmm. And when I've heard of suicide, um, suicidal thoughts or suicidal actions happening in our community and with people, I hear, yeah, but that's like, you know, when you have a lot of problems and when you're an adult and you've seen life and you've seen things maybe, but kids, Mm -hmm. man, maybe they're too young for that. But I'm not hearing you really differentiate between age or a specific demographic. Mm -hmm. Talk to me, like, who can this impact? Yeah, I think this can impact everybody. Um, You know, one of the things I always like to go back to is talking a little bit about the why, Hmm. right? You know, why do do these things happen? Yeah, why? Why why do people have thoughts, Mm -hmm. right? um, We're humans. We think. We make thoughts all the time. And one way that I like to help people understand and and have a little more empathy, too, for this issue is understanding that um, suicide or having suicidal thoughts is really just an unhealthy coping skill, right? And... When I say that, I mean that there are healthy and there are unhealthy coping skills. A a healthy coping skill, for instance, could be taking a couple deep breaths before maybe uh, you go on a podcast or give a big speech. You know, random example. (laughs) Yeah. Um, An unhealthy coping skill might be I'm going to eat three Papa John's pizzas to forget about, you know, uh, an embarrassing time at work today, right? Probably not going to help me in the long run. Maybe a little bit of pizza, but not that much, right? Um, When we talk about suicide, really it's about escaping emotional, physical, 
pain in our lives. And it's when we don't have any other options. Oftentimes when people just have the thought, right? It's a release of, of energy. It's, it's a, um, a claim of power, right? And people getting power over their own lives again by saying, hey, I, I'm making a choice to be here or not. And, and that is comforting in some ways, right? And whenever I go do trainings or I, or I help people or have conversations around the subject in the community, whether it be with law enforcement or other professionals, you know, we, we always go down to this level of thinking like, well, how common are these thoughts, right? And Vanessa, I don't know about you, but have you ever woken up in the morning and said, man, I really don't want to wake up. I really just want to stay in bed. Like the bed is comfy. I know what what's going to happen the next hour. I'll be at work or something like that. Exactly. Yeah, you know, pretty common. Yeah, it's avoiding, right? It's avoiding things, right? And even having the thought of, I, I don't want to wake up tomorrow, right? We've all had some form of that thought. It's just a little bit of suicidal ideation, as we say, right? That's a little bit of saying, hey, I really just want to avoid the world, and I can't really think of a better way to do that right now than to just not be here, right? And so I think when we look at the issue of preventing, or at least preventing needless and, and impulsive suicide, right, we have to understand that people are just trying to escape from painful and harmful things in their lives, and, and that's really how we have to approach the situation. It's not an unhuman thing to want to escape pain. It's actually the most human thing, I think. Um, we just have to help people find better ways of doing that. Yeah. No, as you were telling me that, I was thinking about like times where I've done clinical interventions with adolescents. Like, mm -hmm. I'm just so over it. Like, I'm so over it. And maybe someone doesn't have to be an adolescent to have that thought. I'm just over it. Mm -hmm. However, as you were talking about this stuff, it really makes me think of, yeah, how someone can maybe start with really don't want deal with tomorrow, um, I just can't even, to I want to die yeah. to that. Can you talk me through, Ben, what is the progression? Like, how can someone jump from that to just really looking at life and just saying, like, actually having a thought or plan to end someone's life, to the end their own life? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a series of events. It's a series of negative events. It's that emotional pain increasing, right? Um, when we talk about, hey, having that thought of not wanting to wake up the next day to, hey, I have a specific plan of how I'm going to end my life. I have a specific way and I have a specific motivation. Um, oftentimes, risk factors that lead up to that are, are failures in life, right, adding up. It could be disconnection from others, right? Isolation is a big factor in these things, right? What's the point of being in the world if the world doesn't want me to be here, right? Um, that's a very dangerous thought to have, right? And if enough of those events stack up, if enough stressors, failures, lack of connection with the world, lack of success, um, those things add up over time. And pretty soon in our minds, who are just trying to do, our brains are just trying to do the best they can do and work with the ingredients they have to make, make thoughts that move us forward. Pretty soon the only thought that might make sense based on the only information we're seeing might be to say, hey, I don't wanna be here anymore. I, I, I've tried doing life, but life's not helping me back. Um, when really it is, they just haven't found the right way for life to help them and to see that path and to see hope moving forward. 
Um, and I like to use the analogy, especially when we talk about depression, which oftentimes goes along with suicide, of a black hole. Um, a black hole is a celestial object, right? When you're in the, the event horizon of the black hole, you can't see the light. Light cannot escape a black hole. That's why we call it a black hole. You know, when we're in that depression, when we're having these thoughts, we can't see the hope on the other side of it. And we need our community to help us out and support us. Um, and so if you don't have anybody to show you that light and that connection because you're stuck in a black hole, it's going to be pretty hard to stop a train of events leading towards building up that motivation, that intent, and, and eventually that plan um, to attempt suicide. Ben, you're going deep here. I mean, this is, I, and I know for uh, individuals that have felt that, I mean, mm -hmm. when we're really talking about like, you just feel like there's no hope, no direction, it mm -hmm. could be a very lonely place to be in. So mm -hmm. if someone has these thoughts currently, or they know of someone who is in this really dark space, mm -hmm. what can they do to get out of it? Because if what you're telling mm -hmm. me really is this endless hopelessness, then how can someone feel hope yeah. if they're in endless hopelessness? Yeah, yeah. The cool thing about hope is all it takes is a little bit, and it's contagious, kind of like a snowball. Just like on the other side, it's contagious. Love these too. metaphors, right. Ben. It's yeah. like we're dark <laughs> snowballs. Yeah, but it's like a snowball. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, these metaphors are the best ways to describe it, I think. I mean, uh, what it takes to help somebody see hope, right, is just one person taking time out of the day to listen, to talk to them, to hear them, to connect with them. Um, maybe that helps them have more conversations, right? Maybe that helps them talk to their school counselor or maybe a therapist in the community to, to go the rest of the way. Maybe a doctor to help with some medication if there's some brain chemistry getting in the way, right? And it's a, it's a snowball picking up speed down a mountain, right? If we can keep building hope and fostering hope and connection and, and leading people to the right places in our community, and most importantly, reducing the stigma of suicide, right? There's this belief that we can't talk about these things. In I've our heard world. that so much, like, yeah. don't ask, that's kind of... Yeah. No, and any, any therapist will tell you, you know, we say the word suicide and we ask about it. Are you having thoughts of ending your life, right? Do you want to kill yourself, right? And it's because these these are blunt, plain issues, and and we can understand them as humans. We don't have to be afraid of them. Right? This is escaping is something we humans know all too well. Um, we just need to help each other find the right ways to escape and, and to cope instead of ending our lives. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, helping people access that crisis line, right? Access therapy, access medication access those crisis centers, those ERs if we need to. Um, and then most importantly, making sure that this is an issue we talk about, such as community events or what we're doing right now, having a podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Or people sharing their stories of how they've experienced this in their life all go a long way into stopping needless suicide in our communities. So some listening help, some mm -hmm. looking around for some positive positivity, and also it sounds like telling someone, like mm -hmm. just straight up telling someone I'm having these thoughts. Mm -hmm. So I wanna close on 
two resources, but if you have more, feel yeah. free to throw them out. Yeah. But Ben, talk to us briefly about 988, mm -hmm. and I would love for you to also share about the event coming up yeah. um, that the Suicide Prevention Committee and CRC is going to participate in. So I'll let you do it in whatever order you'd like. <laughs> yeah, 988 is our national crisis line. A wonderful resource. You can also text that number, I believe. Um, and 988 available 24 seven, no matter what state you're in, uh, somebody will be there to talk to you or direct you to the right people to talk to. Um, so that is like first and foremost, most available line of defense. No matter where you're at in the, in the United States, you call 988 and you can get somebody to talk to you about these things. Great. Um, and speaking of the second event, uh, in our community, something that happens annual is the, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention puts on a wonderful community event um, here in Denver, as well as many different events across the nation, but it's called the Out of Darkness Walk, and it's where, when uh, Community Reach Center, other mental health organizations, and most importantly, people in our community get together, and we bring awareness to this issue by having community. Um, going on a walk together, raising money to help prevent these things uh, and, and suicide from happening in the future. Um, and that's going to occur on October 14th um, at Berkeley Lake State or Berkeley Lake Park. Um, and it's a wonderful event. I encourage everybody to come out and attend. Feel, feel free to say hi to the Community Reach Center people. We'll be probably wearing our polos and things like that. And feel free to say hi to all the other wonderful mental health organizations in our community that are working all together to help uh, stop the suicide from happening. Yeah, no, and it sounds like, you know, if someone is looking for that glimmer of hope, this could be one of those events if they just yeah. check it out and see that there's hope out there, people mm -hmm. that care, that could be a step, so. Yeah, and most importantly, just bringing awareness and not being afraid to say the word suicide, right? Making it something we can talk about and be open about um, because when we bring things into our awareness, it allows us to solve them. And suicide is not something we should let sneak by in the darkness. We need to bring it out of the darkness. And that's why they call it the out of darkness walk. That's a great way to end. Thank you, Ben. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Reach for Wellness. For future episodes or more information on other types of events that we host to help promote mental health awareness and reduce that stigma, check out our website at communityreachcenter.org. There we have links to all of our social media pages. Talk to you next time.